Hello and welcome to the Untranslatable Podcast. We are here today to talk about a new and exciting holiday, Juneteenth. And I'm sure there are plenty of Americans out there who it's just now on their radar what Juneteenth even is. And I'm sure a lot of you folks out there around the world may have never heard of Juneteenth before. But it's a very significant new holiday in the U.S. and it has some uh, very interesting historical roots, which we'll talk a little bit about today. And uh, I'm also hoping to talk about, since it is a new holiday, uh, discuss how some folks have been celebrating this holiday around the U.S. to mark the first ever Juneteenth signed into history. Uh, so I'm very excited to talk about this topic today, and I could not do so without my awesome co-host and my partner in crime. So what's going on, Jared? Hello, Chad. Happy belated Juneteenth. You know, we're late. I'll admit it. I guess it would be belated even if we weren't late. True. But, um, you know, no matter how hard you try... Chad, you cannot get me to work on Juneteenth weekend, and that is a commemorative weekend, and I uh, am slightly offended that she said, uh, I don't care, you got to work anyway, we got a podcast to put <laughs> we, we got to get this podcast done. Well, listen, my fellow blacks, be proud. I stood my ground, and I told them, hey, we'll record this on Monday, and we'll put it out on Tuesday, and you'll be okay with that, Chad. <laughs> and he stood down, and it was a good moment for the blacks everywhere. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, of course. Um, the reality of it is, um, you know, I had family in town and what I've known, but has now been confirmed is that I really, really do not enjoy being a host mm. and but especially a host where people are staying with you for multiple days. You know, it's, it's, it's such a stressful situation. What First makes all, it stressful, Jared? Uh, you know, my, 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 uh, some people were staying with me. I had no food in the fridge to begin with. I had nothing food-wise to offer them. And I was told that it's best that you have maybe some sort of salad items on hand. And in my head, I'm like, I don't know what you eat. That's so broad, you know? Like, uh, what salad if I get tomatoes anything. and you're like, ugh, tomatoes. It's like feta. Oh, what am I supposed to do with carrots? Who puts <laughs> carrots? And it's like, you know. <laughs> so what, am I just supposed to have some grilled chicken strips ready to go for you? Like, this is a freaking hotel. You know, it's like, what do you expect from me? And it's like, also, I don't know what you eat. You know, I don't live with you. That's fair. <laughs> people, like, what people eat is so broad. I wish there was a way where I could be like, um... You know, like, um, I could be like, uh, like, put down a list of everything you want and I'll get it. <laughs> I mean, you Whether could just food? ask that, but most, most That's people. That's true, but that doesn't seem very gracious host wise. Yeah, but a lot of people too, like, my, even when I go visit my sister down in Ohio, she always asks me that. And I'm always just like, well, whenever I come visit, a lot of the random stuff you have already there is usually fine. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, it's not like I need anything special. I will say this, though, But Jared, you're never... Are you rarely staying for multiple days because you live pretty no, close? No, we, well, we usually stay for three to five days or okay, so. Okay, okay. Okay, so yeah. Yeah, that makes... So you... Yeah, okay, okay. But... But, um, but they also... But, but you're also staying with your siblings that have a family. You know, mm -hmm. it's a little different. So they... they, they comport their lives in their fridges a little differently than True. me a single person <laughs> and it's fun to eat some of those kitty cereals again once in a while you know I can't exactly complain. no kitty cereals here here unfortunately um and so uh it's just i, I don't like it you know i thought it might be interesting i i, I wanted this is kind of also why i brought this up i couldn't figure out fully how to form this and i wanted your help mm -hmm. i thought it would be a fun to do fun to do an episode in the future something about like expectations of being a host or like I, when you're going oh, to I'm someone's house you that right now that like is what great. you're supposed to do 
you well, know, and that shoes, changes no from shoes. culture to culture. Yeah, expectations that is, I love food. that idea. That's great, yeah. Jared. That, so that's stay just tuned, that, folks, because yeah, that'll be a fun one. Something I organically thought about because over this weekend I was just like, I am not prepared for this. I had, I, I, I was pre- the. <laughs> this is such. The only thing I was prepared for is if they wanted to get like drunk. <laughs> I'm like, yes. I can do that. <laughs> yes, dude. I kind of felt the same way while I was camping with my nephews and my sister and my sister-in-law because. I literally, because they, I asked, you know, what, what do you want me to bring? And they're like, well, mm-hmm. we have all, they have a, they have a legit camper. So they have a decent, I mean, it's not a huge fridge, but it's a hell of a lot bigger than my two coolers. Yeah, and in a lot my more van. storage in general. And so, exactly. So then they said, well, you know, we have the food covered, just bring some snacks. So I brought some snacks, but mm-hmm. I, I kind of felt, uh, yeah, like all I had was beer and snacks and that's it so i felt like you know yeah i can get you drunk and i can feed you some snacks but that's about it (laughs) yeah and so every time i was asked like hey where's the or do you have and i didn't have it i was like oh god i'm such an idiot i'm so bad at this this is so embarrassing um well it was your um, first run of being a host at your new place though too so that comes with some challenges as well yeah but i've lived i've I've hosted humans before in in a place i've lived in you know it's the first time doing it in a place i've owned sure owned i don't even own this place i hate saying that because it's not even true um but bank owns it (laughs) exactly (laughs) but you know i've lived in in places before where i've hosted people you know Mm -hmm. in a part in least play rented places that i've hosted people and i wasn't prepared for it then either <laughs> right but um but yeah it's just um I, I think that that would be a good episode because i'm i'm never prepared for it and you i, I feel like I you have hosting been, too it's so funny i was about to We're say i feel i feel like you regard. would love that but mm. i can't imagine you see i also had to i can't imagine you being prepared for people's food needs Oh hell no! Well, I'm I'm too bad of a cook. I feel like I would it would be offensive for me to cook for them because. But it, I'm talking like, but even if you're not cooking for them, like having the right foods in the fridge for them over like three, because like that's that was a big struggle for me was the food aspect. I had right. no like some go to foods for them in uh in my fridge for them to like make something a quick lunch or something. Yeah, I, I mean for me it'd be a lots of lots of sandwiches. Uh, yeah. love my smoothies. Uh, smoothies let's see here what other foods would i offer up Um, well i mean you gotta have your standard american breakfast on deck jared that's easy bacon eggs some toast maybe some hash browns you know also i think the problem is of of my immediate family i am by by and far the least fancy (laughs) okay so they're they're all way more like uh like when it comes to cooking utensils or food and, and that they just know like exponentially more than I do. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just like, I don't I don't have that weird, like random one. I can't even think of a tool that right. they would be asking for. Be like, no, I don't have a, uh, I, I can't think of anything because I didn't have it. That's why. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's fair. But anyway, I think that would be a fun episode uh, uh, to do in the future. I mean, you do have a grill though. Please tell me you did some grilling, right? You know, that would have been a good idea if I had that. You know, I, what I could have done is like pre-marinated some chicken the night before. That's what and just we had did it when we went camping, dude. Go. It was great. Yeah, we had See, chicken and steak fajitas pre-marinated. It's a good idea. It was great, yeah. It's I mean, and you have a grill, don't you? I, think I you have do, a grill. Right? Yeah, so I mean, that it's hard, hard to beat. Some That's tasty, a good idea. Hang Chad. out outside. It's summertime. 
you've got me thinking. Let's not ruin this next this next episode. That's true. A little teaser. You've got me thinking. Well, I got some exciting news for you. Well, more so for I guess our listeners because you already know. But uh, when our episode drops on Monday, not this one, but two episodes away from now, I will be in transit back on my way to Deutschland. On the road That's again. right. Yep. <laughs> I cannot wait, Jared. I cannot believe it. I'll be honest, Jared, I was really, really skeptical that I was even going to be able to make it over there for in time for my good buddy's wedding. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, you know, the day they announced Americans are allowed to enter, you know, Europe, the EU after I think it's like June 25th. I was like, all right, were, booking my flight. You were there <laughs> so, for it. Yep. So. At Lufthansa, I imagine. Yes, sir. Of course. Use those. No other- <laughs> well, actually, I didn't use miles, but get, getting some more miles and yeah, mm. going through Lufthansa because it's it's just the fastest, easiest, direct, not the cheapest, but you know. Sure. Time no, is money, it. Jared. I get it. Time is money. Time and is money. It's so, funny because yeah. you, you are kind of one of the cheapest people I know. But uh, we don't have to get into that again. But now you're like, listen, my time is my time is worth a lot. I That's only try the best. Um, hey, I want to um, spread a little love. You mentioned this. Uh, I guess you kind of mentioned this at the uh, at the top of the show. But this was my shout out. So how dare you? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, the fact that uh, the Biden administration signed a bill making Juneteenth a federal holiday. Mm-hmm. Um. My first thought was, does that mean we get a day off? Is that was that is that what that means? It's a federal holiday, yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think this time it. I think what what day was the bill actually signed into law? I don't remember now off the top of my head. But, uh, but I basically, have, I, I I think some people did get Friday off June because it fell on a Saturday this year. Um, we did June not 7th. at my university. No, but, we did not either at my university. Um, <laughs> so yeah. Um, President Joe Biden signed legislation, legislation Thursday establishing a new federal holiday commemorating the end of slavery, saying he believes it will go down as one of the greatest honors he has as president. Biden signed into law a bill to make Juneteenth or June 19th the 12th federal holiday. The House voted 415 to 14. Let me know who those 14 are. <laughs> I could probably figure Ted out Cruz, if I really care. Marco Rubio. Uh, yeah. Let's see here. Um, um, oh, uh, frog guy, frog guy. Um, oh, Mitch McConnell. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we we call him, we call him Turtle Guy over yeah, here. Yeah, Turtle. That's what I meant. That's still, what I meant. Yeah. That's what I meant. <laughs> yeah, probably him. Let's see here. Who else? Yeah, there's a bunch. But yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I agree uh, with you though, Jared. I mean, big yeah. big ups to the Biden administration for signing this into a holiday. Um, I I just the crazy thing though, Jared, about this whole Juneteenth episode and this holiday is that. Juneteenth is one of those weird things that is now a legitimate federal holiday in the U.S., yet will not be taught in probably, I was reading anywhere from 12 to 15 different states. Um, And I'll be honest, Jared, I did not know anything about Juneteenth until after college, actually. So Mm -hmm. even in college, I wasn't educated about Juneteenth. Yeah. Um, So, you know. I I bet you, I imagine, because, you know, there are a couple states out there that don't celebrate some um, various federal holidays like MLK Day, for example. Mm-hmm. I wonder why. Um, but um, like, take the day off, if anything. Who cares if you uh, like that's that? I feel like that's a strong statement of racism, almost. You'll let like, the dams win if you take <laughs> no, the we're day gonna off. Work. We're gonna work. <laughs> we're gonna work twice as hard today. <laughs> we're gonna show them people. This is not a day to stop working. We're gonna right. work. Um, you, you got to imagine that these states that are um, 
not that not allowing you know the the teaching of critical race theory that how how are you then going to celebrate Juneteenth you know right that <laughs> so i imagine there're going to be a number of states that don't get it off oh for sure because it's a direct contradiction to uh, another bill saying we don't even we don't even teach this right right it's yeah it's which it's is just crazy. shocking that we can live in a world where we so i mean i guess this is part of being a free world is it not it's not just is, is that you can live in such a high level of denial like yeah. this is high level denial to me more than anything denial willful ignorance as well i would say yeah yeah yeah, yeah it's just like how can you how can you yeah it's like this makes i, I, I just want to hear your i wish i could i could hear this person's like full uh explanation of the history of the united states from like you know when people set set when the Europeans set down in the United in like what came to become the United States obviously and like wh- how, how, do, how do they see the history going like that's what I w- right. really want to know how would you explain those but obviously you can't sit there and listen to uh hours and hours of bs from these people so hopefully not I mean there's some um, some folks do but uh, those are <laughs> Fox News viewers but any, anyways, Jared, uh, one, one thing that I think is really uh, kind of funny is that with Juneteenth, it, it also has kind of a muddy history because there are even some states that didn't recognize, like when they initially ratified it, I think it was Delaware and I forget the other state now, and we'll talk more about this a little bit later today. Texas but it's, it's is just crazy. One of them. Um, it's just crazy. I do want to mention one other thing, Jared, uh, to change uh, the subject real quick. I don't know if you heard about this, um, but I, this was, I found this very surprising, Jared, and uh, I just wanted to get your take on this. Um, so here's the headline of this news article. No disciplinary action, and I don't know if you've heard about this, no disciplinary action for Germany captain Manuel Neuer over rainbow armband. Have you heard about this at all? Yeah, I saw it on Twitter, but I didn't. I didn't pay it any attention. What 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 was that about? Well, so that's that's see that's the thing is I had that same thought. Like, what is it even about? Because yeah, it's like who cares? Well, it's, it's a big just deal. a captain's band, right? right? Exactly, exactly. I thought it could be any color. I thought it could, unless it's not. Uh, yeah, obviously you can't have a swastika on there, right? But I thought it could essentially be anything, right? I think so too. And the funny thing about the armband is that. You know, I think I don't remember if it was Neuer or just like the German, you know, f- football federation. They made some statement, you know, that it just represents. Mm-hmm. Um, or oh, right here, uh, Neuer said uh, he said it was promoting a good cause, you know, promoting diversity and support for the LGBT2 community during Pride Month. Mm-hmm. Um, but right here, so it prompted the European governing body, um, so UEFA, uh, to investigate whether it could be viewed as a political statement. Mm. So I guess that was the issue. Um, so, yeah. Um, but then what's interesting then is, uh, I guess UEFA, this was tweeted out by Germany um, a couple days ago. UEFA have today shared with the German Football Association that they have stopped the review of the rainbow captain's armband worn by Manuel Neuer. I mean... I get that I get that you're not supposed to be it, political, but when you have when you have things like bordering the side of the field that say say no to racism, I mean I, I do like the second part of that that 
tweet as well. In a, mm-hmm. in, a, in a letter, the Arm Baron has been assessed as a team symbol for diversity and thus for a quote-unquote good cause. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? I love how it took, uh, after this infest- official investigation, uh, it has been assessed that it is for diversity and it is for a quote-unquote good cause. Right? Like what? <laughs> yeah, like when, when I even read that, at first I read, the, uh, I read another news headline and it was like, uh, you know, something about Manuel Neuer was like in trouble or, and I'm like, what did he do? Cause he's a pretty, you know, squeaky clean player. He's an yeah. outstanding, you know, has a good image, public image and all that stuff. And so, so then, then I dug into it and I'm like, wait a minute, this is really over a stupid captain's armband. That's rainbow colored, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, it's just it's so, so crazy. Dumb. It's, it, I don't know. I just thought it was interesting. I just wanted to get your take on it because yeah, it was kind of. Kind of funny I, to even see that in the news nowadays. Well, because the headline I saw was exactly that, that they dropped the investigation of it. And I'm like, I'm not even going to read into this because, like, who, who cares that he's even wearing this to <laughs> right. begin with? Right. It's like, it's, and, it's like, let's, and it's like, we need to see if this is political or not. It's like, well, what sort of investigation needs to be done to see if it's political or not? I don't understand what that investigation is. Right. It's a rainbow flag. Like, people's sexuality is not a political statement, you know? Mm-hmm. No, it's their identity. Yeah, right. It's, yeah. yeah. It's like, what are you talking about? Exactly. Yeah, it's, that's just crazy. But, but yeah. And, yeah. Anyways, uh, let's, let's move on. Do you, uh, uh, do you want to do some untranslatables? Sure, Chad. Let's do some untranslatables. It's that time, Jared. Time for some untranslatables, which are idioms, proverbs, sayings, axioms that don't always translate on a one-to-one basis into English. And I have some fun ones for you today, Jared. I tried to keep mine a little bit Juneteenth-themed, and I don't Uh-oh. know if you know this, but uh, do you know what state has the uh, kind of the origin of Juneteenth, Jared? I mean, I imagine Texas, because they were the last state to... Yes, sir. Um, okay. Yes, sir. So I got some some Texas, some Texan phrases for you. Um, and we'll see. We'll see if you can figure figure some of them out. Catch those Negroes. Is that one of them? <laughs> Jesus, Jared. Uh, no. The first one is. Uh, I'm not going to tr- even try to do a Texas accent, but this one is uh, more than you can uh, shake a stick at. Oh yeah, that's a that's a is that a Texas thing? Apparently, yeah. More than you can shake a stick at. I actually don't even know what that means. <laughs> I, I've definitely heard it a thousand times, more than you can shake a stick at. When I hear it out of context, context, I have no idea what that means. Um, These are like, all kind of tricky when I just say the phrases. But here, let me give you an example. Which here's, is crazy, too, because I have heard it a million right. times. Well, here, here's the example, Jared. Uh, I will read this in a Texas Well, hold on. Before script, you do, huh? let me just guess first, because okay. I want to try to That's guess fair. this. It's just, like, it's just like more than you can handle. It's like you're biting off more than you can chew. You know, I would give yourself a ham horn. I yes. mean, that's... Yeah. It, uh, so here, let me tell you this example, though, because I just, this Please. is just hilarious. I still want it. I do still want I, it. I own more Willie Nelson albums than you can shake a stick at. Technically, it, yeah, it means see? a lot. Okay. I, a oh, lot. does it? Okay. Yeah, that's what it says. Yeah. Translation, okay. a lot. Mm. So so there we go. Do you have any uh, legit untranslatables, some non-Texan untranslatables? I mean, those yours, yours was a legit one, too. Why was that's yours true. illegitimate? I feel like it's, I don't know, I guess I prioritize the foreign language ones more, and maybe I shouldn't. 
But English is a foreign language to that's all. That's a large also a great point. Portion of the audience that listens to this. That's fair. And more than you can shake a stick at makes no sense to us. So I'd, <laughs> also true. Also <laughs> definitely true. an untranslatable. Yeah, I guess you're right. You're right. <laughs> uh, my untranslatable happens to be a foreign language to you and I. It's Cantonese and it's uh, Chisin. Which means eating. Oh yeah, right. I don't know something? why it was such a long pot. Wait, say that again. Is it eat eating something? No, I don't think so. Glued wires. Oh yeah, no, no, we're close. Okay, uh, glue, glued wires. Mm-hmm. Some glued wires. Where might you find glued wires oh, on a man. human? Uh, on a human? Mm-hmm. Glued wires. Uh, in their in their mouth, maybe their braces. No, something that's organic to the human. Oh. Not <laughs> something additional. Glued wires. Your hair? That's actually a good one, but no. Okay. Um, uh, glued wires. This person, uh-huh. this person uh, has a glued, some glued wires. Don't listen to him. He's got some glued wires. Uh, I mean, uh, so you're, he's a liar? Um... Glued wires. You should probably cross the street when you walk past that person. They've their wires are fully glued, and you'd never know what they're gonna do. So they're just crazy and dangerous and unpredictable. Yes. Is that what that means? Just crazy. You didn't have to go just that crazy. far. Crazy. Okay. But um, <laughs> glued wires. But yeah, glued wires in the brain. Oh, duh. Okay, that makes sense. It's my guess. That's what I was assuming at okay. least. Maybe they mean. Maybe they mean something. Maybe they do mean hair. But I was assuming, you know, like brain. St- stems are stuck Could be. together and yeah, not functioning right. Let me give you another Texan one, Jared. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's all hat, no cattle. So you're telling me, so these are Juneteenth related, but none of them are racist? I don't, f- hey, I never said these weren't racist. These, <laughs> I, I thought you were going to, I thought of some, uh, these that, weren't, these by the weren't way, like Chad, woke. That would have been a hilarious, no, I don't mean woke. I mean properly racist ones. That would have been a hilarious joke. Oh, God. If you like hear some <laughs> Juneteenth so related terrible. ones, and you just came with some <laughs> hardcore racism. You're like, but what is that really, what are they saying when they say, uh, like, for example, catch a tiger by a toe, you know, mm-hmm. that, that eeny, meeny, miny, mo has some racist origins. Really? It used I to be catch that. an N-word by the toe. Oh. And they changed it to uh, to tiger. Uh, oh. once, uh, yeah, yeah. So if you were to have come with some proper racist untranslatables for Juneteenth, that would have been hilarious. But I understand that you don't have the balls to make that joke, and I don't blame you for I it. I would like to not get canceled, even though I don't know if our By podcast whom? is even yeah. big enough to get canceled, but still. The only uh, person that would could cancel you from that at this point would, would be, be you. me. <laughs> yeah. And that's certainly not a cancellation at all. Right. Um, anyways, uh, this one, Jared, is all hat and no cattle. Is that another way of saying someone's crazy? Oh, shit. Well, Jed, let me use this example for you. Speaking of potentially racist things on Juneteenth. Or it's like all talk, no actions. Yeah, yeah. Let me give okay. you the example, though, Jared. Why this, is it racist, though? This, well, I'll let you interpret it. I'll let you interpret it. This is and this is written <laughs> by the Huff Post, by the way. Here, here's the uh, okay. Uh, here's the example they have. That Barack that Barack Obama is all hat and no cattle, which is why I choose not to vote for him in the. That's why I chose not to vote for him in the previous election. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I could but, say that. I, I think that could Donald be interpreted Trump, he, as racist. He's got all the answers. 
He's a very what did he say? Did he say he's a humble genius or some bullshit like yeah, that? Yeah, he's a humble Donald Trump is a humble genius. <laughs> Unlike Barack Obama, who what what's the translation? Who he he's all hat and no cattle. <laughs> Trump all cattle. That's right. All he, cattle. he don't even wear a hat. He just got a comb over. <laughs> uh my next untranslatable is uh Panamanian Spanish, mm-hmm. which um uh, the untranslatable goes Puro Tilin Inara del de Paleta Which means All bells, no popsicles. Oh, is this is this like all hat, no cattle? What what was that one again? Uh it's like your kinda like your all talk, no action. Oh yeah, how crazy! That is exactly what it is. <laughs> but that's a great, interesting thing. What was yours? Was all, all hat, no, no cattle. In all Panama, bells, no popsicles. In Panama, they would say all bells, no popsicles, which blew my mind. What does that mean? No connection. What's the connection between bells and popsicles? Bells mean you're having a party, but you know you gotta have a popsicle to have a good refreshment. Okay, I, that's a good guess. I, I don't know. I, have no <laughs> I idea. know you don't. Oh, I know I you no don't. <laughs> but that's a good guess, and I respect it. And I'm I'm gonna go with that. All talk, no action. There we go. Um, <clears throat> let's. You know let's who go. was all talk, no action for two years? Who's that? Texas. <laughs> yeah. Well, not not <laughs> only Texas, but no there were a couple other states too. What were the that, other states that Chad? didn't? Uh, because I'm, I'm aware sure. of Texas. I know Texas. They had to go into Galveston and tell, I believe, two hundred. Uh, fifty thousand plus uh, slaves that they were free. <clears throat> so I'm pretty By sure. The way, it, mm-hmm. January first, while you're doing your research and sitting there in silence. Thank you. January first, eighteen sixty-three, President Abraham Lincoln signed the Emancipation Proclamation, freeing all slaves. The proclamation wasn't officially recognized, wasn't officially recognized in Texas until two and a half years later, or on June nineteenth. The name Juneteenth comes from the melding of June and 19th. You still have no answer to all these other states? I still, I, no, I Can know one of them Can you just admit that it's Texas? It, well, no, one of them is Texas, but there were two of them that just You mentioned Delaware recognize. before. How is that possible? Isn't Delaware in yeah, the north? It, it, no, it wasn't Delaware. It's, it's a different one. I'm completely... So you just started our podcast with the bold-faced lies, what you're saying? I guess no, I, I did. Well, you know, you just, the first thing you said was just something that was completely wrong with no sort of proper research behind it. That's cool. Well, That's no, the- cool. <laughs> and now you're still trying to prove me wrong that it's more than just Texas. As you just sit here in silence, scrolling through Google and Wikipedia. Oh, I'm, I had it in. I have the problem is, Jared. I have too. I'm an idiot, and I have too many articles up. Okay. On well, we'll Juneteenth, wait. and I don't remember which one it was. But anyways, yeah. So can you imagine though, Jared? Just I can't even imagine what it must have been like for the uh, the uh, the general to go down to Texas and like how did that ensue? Like after just. Like, how do you just go and you're like, by the way, like, all enslaved people are now free. You know what I mean? Like, how yeah. does that no, actually work? No, I understand. Work? And I imagine that, like, you know, who believes that also, you know? Right. Like, if, I, like I'd be like, this is, this is some sort of trick. Because this is, there's no internet, you know? <laughs> there's no way to know what's going on in a city over, let alone Louisiana or Alabama or whatever, you know? And it's like, um, and it's like... Honestly, I don't know what's going on in Texas or or or, the, or half of these states right now. So I could only imagine how easy it would be to just continue that on, you know. And also, 
just because slavery was ended doesn't mean that uh, these people that ended slavery still weren't racist. So, like, they're clearly in no rush <laughs> right? to be like, listen, these are humans. We signed this. We need to make sure that these humans are treated like humans. We have acknowledged that this is wrong, and we need to end this. They're like, we'll get to it. Listen, we got, road, we got the road bill that we need to work our way through. We got this bill on... Um, uh, on, on uh, health care that we need to work on for whites. Uh, we got this bill on uh, taxes that we've been talking about as, uh, as far as uh, these slaves not being slaves anymore. How's that going to work? Uh, you know, we'll get to the fact that there are st- still active slave uh, things happening. And I also, I would, yeah. Found please. it. Found okay. it. It was Delaware and Kentucky. Those were okay. the two states back in the day. I'm not it crazy. It only took 10 minutes of silence. Right? Wow, that was worth it. It it was. Well, here, let me tell you let, let me tell you the history here, Jared. So, the first step was obviously as you mentioned, Abraham Lincoln signing the Emancipation Proclamation in on January 1st, 1863. Uh, the pro- proclamation freed all enslaved people in the Confederate States, but not those in the states that formed a border between the north and south slave uh, between the north and south. Slavery existed in two border states, Delaware and Kentucky. Um, and they actually still had slaves for nearly, as you mentioned, Jared, not being in a hurry, uh, for nearly six months after Juneteenth because say, their I state imagine, legislators rejected the 13th Amendment. So there you but go. But I imagine they, they freed the slaves before Texas. I, if I'm not mistaken, the Texas was the final holdout. It was. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Well, no, I'm glad you, you found that. You are right that about was, that. But yeah, that, that, was, that was bugging me. Um, but yeah, it's it's so crazy to think about, too. Like, two years. Can you just imagine, like, you hear... I can't even imagine what was going on, especially in those poor enslaved people's minds. You know, you the know the exact same thing that's been going on for the past generations. I don't, I don't think... That's what I'm saying. I don't, I don't think there was any sort of... In my mind, there is no sort of knowledge to these slaves that that slavery has been ended for the most part right they, they're not allowed to read anything they're not allowed to i imagine for the most part leave un- unless under certain guidelines you know and it's like i i don't think it was i don't think it was any di- i don't think it was <laughs> i don't think it was any different than it had been for the past 400 years i think it was i, I think it was just a normal day in slave world to them right and so because i don't like i don't think they were living not and I'm not trying to make it seem like this is making it better. Obviously, I'm making it seem like they were still enslaved, but I don't. I don't think that that there is any real way for there to be that in, information dispelled to the majority of of enslaved people that they are now free. Right, right, and and it you was know, only there, one there, very small incremental step too. You know, sure, sure. So like when you say like I couldn't imagine what it would be like to be like going two years later. It's like it probably doesn't make that big of it. I don't. I don't know. It's weird to say because obviously, the, I, I, you know, the sooner the better. But it, but I, to, I, to those people, I feel like it probably didn't even feel like it made that big of a difference. You know, it's right. like I didn't even know. I like, and be, this has just has been my reality for my entire life. I've got to be honest too, Jared. Like I, it blows my mind that. Like, did it happen peacefully? Like, or did he have to ride? I'm wonder if, because it was a general. I wonder if he had to ride down with a damn cavalry and an army. Yeah, I mean, there's no way he just drove or drove uh, rode <laughs> down um, by himself. You know, <laughs> that seems that seems pretty foolish. 
Um, I feel like we, well, maybe not. I was going to say, I feel like we would have heard about it if um, it got violent. But I don't, actually, why would I, what, why is there any reason for me to feel that way? Right. There's no reason for me to, to believe that the proper, because we've been, uh, the story of slavery has been shielded from Americans forever. So why would I believe that, that there was, there, you know, believe that they would tell us that there was some final fight to end slavery, you know? Right. That could have definitely happened, you know? That's true. Yeah. And I don't know. Yeah, that's. But maybe, yeah. maybe they came prepared and maybe they just, uh, you know, they're like, we, we took care of it. Right. You know, that's what these marshals said. We took also, care can, can I just say on, on a side note, I feel like if dudes in the military rocked facial hair like they did back then, no one would mess with us. You think so? You think oh, that's yeah. why people mess with us? You don't think it's our uh, gross uh, overconsumption and capitalism and, gross and, and meddling in terrible other ideology politics? Could be, could be some of those things too. Our maybe, global Jerry. capitalism <laughs> that requires uh, <laughs> right these uh, things to happen. <laughs> um, when I, I was never in my entire education that I can remember. To be fair taught about Juneteenth. I feel like I learned about it on my own mm-hmm. once I started listening to podcasts, which was probably like right out of college when I started listening to podcasts. And I started listening to specifically podcasts hosted by black people. Mm-hmm. I mean, as I mentioned too at the top of the show, I didn't learn about it until I was out of college as well. Mm-hmm. Which, which there goes to show you, I guess, these maybe these liberal arts schools aren't... Uh, I even took an ethnic studies class. Granted, it was, you know, you can only teach so much. I'm not even blaming that class or him. You can only teach so much in a semester, you know. Right. Uh, we did learn about critical race theory. That's the first time I learned okay. about that. So, I, you know, I learned something that's a current hot-button issue that I can actually speak about because of my college education. So that's, there we go. That makes me feel good. That, that might be the first <laughs> time I could do that other than supply and demand. I know. <laughs> <laughs> all the important things you need to share <laughs> i understand supply and demand i do i do understand that um so yeah it, i i when when did you learn or, or how i should say did you learn about june turn uh, juneteenth was it through school no education I, I, I hate to say this jared it was through social media i mean really I mean, that's fine that's I mean, okay. that's, I, I told think you, that's, I, I learned through a podcast. That's right. not, I mean, that's essentially a, a form of social media in a way. And, and actually it came from a couple of my, uh, one of my ex-girlfriends, her, a couple of her black friends had posted a few things about Juneteenth mm. and I'd never heard about the, uh, about it before. And this was maybe two years ago, uh, mm-hmm. or so. And I was like, Oh, what is Juneteenth? And then I, I looked it up and I was like, Oh, interesting. You know, I, I didn't even know. You know, it d- didn't surprise me, though, you know, about Texas, you know, being two years late on the, you know, yeah. slavery train. But, uh, yeah. And, and and then it to me personally, personally, <laughs> it feels like an extra slap in the face because, you know, we obviously have been celebrating Independence Day of the U.S. for, uh, you know, however long it's been, a long time, mm-hmm. um, at least 100 years, I'd imagine. And um, it's like we're we're celebrating we're we're literally celebrating Independence of White People Day. That's literally, literally what yep. it is. Yep. Um, and um, and that is and, and it's just like yeah, no, that's it. That's when we became America. And and I agree with that. That is, I do agree with that. But uh, you know, then we skip over the whole 
race and critical race theory talk of the of those and of that hundred of years Americans and all that stuff yeah and that yeah, that extra hundred years of when we were the the uh, you know the United free United States of America plus slaves you know it's right like, yeah let's just slide over that <laughs> you know what is crazy though Jared about um, about you know Juneteenth and about the um, you know Thirteenth Amendment and everything. I did not know this, but uh, after I did a little little bit of reading about Juneteenth, Juneteenth also though had a slightly different meaning for folks who lived in uh, Native American uh, regions because uh, I did not even know this. Uh, but apparently, uh, Native American uh, nations they actually had a slave trade as well, and uh, Native American nations uh, weren't subject to U.S. jurisdiction uh, in the matter of slavery. So there's an estimation that there were about 10,000 people remained enslaved uh, underneath, mm. uh, under the uh, um, a couple different Native American tribes. See, at mm-hmm. that point, I think your earlier question is a lot more valid about how do you deal with the fact that slavery is ended, but you're still a slave? Because I feel like at that point, it's you might know <laughs> right when you're in that even within your own state when you're in that level of the of the minority i think i think then it's even more of a uh, but still i imagine i guess my question is because i don't know the answer to how long did that last right yeah yeah and I, and this article that i have didn't give us it doesn't provide the answer sure. Um, but uh, yeah, but what what it does say is that uh, Native Americans also adopted, I guess it was called black chattel slavery from Europeans as early as the 1500s, uh, and this is according to a University of Pittsburgh history professor. Um, and then there were uh, five specific tribes um, that were the ones that really call them uh, out. Call uh, them out. Okay, you want me to call them out? Call uh, them out. The five prominent tribes: the Cherokee. Chickasaw, Choctaw, Creek, and Seminole tribes were all the the five big players in the slave trade, um, and and the reason why are. Jared uh, of that, as it says, is here is uh, the purpose was uh, same. I mean, same as damn white folks was to build wealth. Yes, slaves. No, yep. I understand the benefit of slaves <laughs> for yep. the slave owners. It makes it makes sense. You know, I was just thinking though. You said Seminoles and Chippewa. A lot mm. of those are. Uh, school mascots uh-huh and some and and, and and a lot some of them are school mascots in florida and it's just yep. like there's like layers of 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 uh, racism on that <laughs> well my one of my like favorite six levels of layers of racism on, on that <laughs> well jared one of my favorite memes ever is this guy who i'm pretty sure is native american i mean he looks very native american he's mm-hmm. got a shirt on that looks exactly like the washington redskins um, but it's a, a white guy in you know instead of a, a redskin, and then it says Caucasians mm. on the top of See, it. See, I don't know about the person you're talking about, but I do know famous sports commentator Bomani Jones uh, caused a bit of a stir on social media a number of years ago uh, for wearing that same shirt. That's hilarious. That's awesome. And I believe also the um like you know they they had like the the uh if i'm not mistaken it has the um like instead of the 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 feather kind of i think it's mm-hmm. like a dollar sign if i'm not mistaken or something <laughs> like that i i don't remember exa- i feel like there's somehow um a dollar sign uh it, it included in it but i don't remember make how. would make sense uh so so jared actually though to answer your question i do now have the answer for when uh, when it did end for the tribes. So slavery was officially ended in the Native American tribes in 1866. So a year later, actually, 
a year after Juneteenth. I was right about the dollar sign, by the way. I'm looking at the shirt nice. right now. Nice. But as you mentioned, Jared, the the, the thing with, with Juneteenth is just because, you know, slaves were emancipated, you know, did not mean that life was all, you know, uh, sunshine, rainbows and roses mm-hmm. for, for a lot of black folks in America. And what happened was there uh, were a lot of things called black codes that were put in place in southern states. And a lot of these black codes were designed... For, you know, you basically do any small little infraction, you have an incredibly harsh punish, punishment. And I'll be honest with you, Jared, when I was reading this article, I was getting angrier and angrier and angrier by the paragraph. It's funny that there's a name for that, because to me, that's I mean, that's just the law. That's because that's no different than right now. Right. Obviously, it's different. It's better, sure, than 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 a year after slavery. Right. <laughs> but like there, that's the same thing that that black people are dealing with right now. Right. So it's just so funny that there's a name for it because it's like no, that's just that's just the the legal and and like law enforcement system. Well, here, Jerry, if you want to hear a really messed up black code, sure. from Make Mississippi, me angry too. share the anger. Um, that's right. Let's let's get the <laughs> anger out, Jerry. Let's get it out. Uh, okay, an 1865 <clears throat> Mississippi statute gave courts the power to imprison any black adult who did not have lawful employment by the second Monday in January of each year. Mm. So if you fall on hard times on December 22nd, what do you do? Yeah. Well, that's also, I mean, that's also, yeah. I mean, that's, yeah, that's ridiculous. Uh, but but white people can be unemployed all they want or something. But that's also, um, yeah, you know, that's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't even know. What to, <laughs> you're right. It does make me angry. <laughs> yeah, it, it yeah, and but it really framed things more, Jared. I mean, we've talked about it on the pod before and off the pod as well, you know, just how messed up our prison system and judicial system is, and it's very, very racist. But but I, sorry, uh, go ahead. But but things like this, when you when you start to learn more about the history, I think you just kind of start to see how the dominoes start to fall. You know what I mean, Jared? Yeah. And I think that's why things like making Juneteenth a holiday is so important mm-hmm. because there are so many people, the vast majority, I would say, not the vast, the majority of the United States, let's be honest, until up until, let's say, let's say the, uh, two years ago, because uh, I did not have no idea. Because I think Juneteenth really got popularized last year because it was it was, you know, around the time of George Floyd and, and Breonna Taylor and all that stuff. And it really got popularized last year. But I feel like before then the majority of the United States had no idea what it was. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we see like now MLK has sort of become like the go-to, um, like a civil rights figure, you know, that's, that's, that's the guy that even, even Republicans will quote at, at like at you and be like, well, hey, what are you talking? Well, you're, I thought you were a liberal. liberal. I have even, a dream. even, uh, um, <laughs> even MLK said this, you know, but and I think some of that has to do with the fact that we have this day every day where you have to remember who this person is and the name comes up and you just are constantly reminded of what this is so i that's why i think like things like juneteenth which which are is is um arguably uh, i hate to say this but like a bigger a bigger aspect of history than than mlk the fact that slavery ended you know I and like, and like it that. seems like a like, a, and it's a specific. And I say it only because it's like a specific date that so much of the United States doesn't even know. You know, we all know July Fourth. Everybody knows July Fourth. 
um, but nobody knows Juneteenth. And it's like this is a day that uh, was a significant uh, was a significant day for a large portion of the United States or, or people in the United States. And and nobody knows it. And and I think that now that and you know we see the way people talk about MLK that don't even re- truly respect what he says, but at least they know who he is. You know, right. I think hopefully we could we could get that with Juneteenth, where like at least you understand another aspect of what's what's happening in your history. You know, mm-hmm. and how your country has been formed, even if it's you know sort of forced at you. That's that's the way it has to be, I guess. Right. Now I have a question for you, Chad. Yeah. We've talked a lot about what Juneteenth is, why we acknowledge it. How should one celebrate Juneteenth? It's a good question, Jared. I have answers. I know you're afraid to answer. Good. Uh, yeah, well, I, I think the I think one thing that's really important uh, when you celebrate Juneteenth um, is to and I know this is going to sound cl- uh, cheesy and cliche. I almost said uh, cliche-y. I, or I, I don't know what I was trying to say there. But anyways, uh, the thing is, is I think it's really important to just take a minute and, and to really reflect, you know, um, and, and, you know, that number one, we've, we've come, I don't want to say we've come a long way um, because there's still a lot more work to do, but I think it's important to just take a minute to reflect and realize that, you know, um, not all Americans have had the uh, same opportunities as others, and uh, and it's really important to take a moment to reflect. But other than that, I've got nothing, Jared. What what are some of your recommendations for how to celebrate? On Juneteenth, I feel like clubs and bars should relax their racist dress code rules. So get rid of the no Timberlands, no Air Force run- Ones. <laughs> is that a rule? <laughs> yeah, that is a rule in a lot of clubs, and there are a lot of no hoodies. Is it seriously? Here. They have, yeah, I'm 100% serious. Okay. They have a lot of these racist rules that are clearly aimed at black people wear about how you should dress at a dress club. Get rid of those just for Juneteenth. Then you can go back to making up rules on why the black person is not allowed in your club. That's fine. I get it. Another one. No uh, unwarranted traffic stops, I think, is a great way to celebrate Juneteenth. So um, if, if, if that car is not in um, any immediate danger to society... Let it go. That's what I say. Specifically talking about black people, of course. Uh, Another one, barbecues, I think is great. To gather with people, especially for me. I'm talking from my perspective. It was very, my family was here this weekend. I feel like there's no better way to celebrate Juneteenth than a uh, strong nuclear 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 black family enjoying Father's Day <laughs> and the mother's birthday together. It's a beautiful moment. Uh, a moment that and Juneteenth on top of it. Exactly. A moment that white people legitimately fought to not have happen hundreds of years ago. Yep. Uh, drinking a red uh, red colored beverage is a legitimate tradition for Juneteenth. This is no no longer really a ridiculous joke like the. Um, the dress code. <laughs> like the traffic stops? And the traffic stops. Uh, a tradition that symbolizes perseverance and honors the blood that was shed of African Americans. That's what drinking something red represents. And on Juneteenth, on that night, red wine was drank. So there you go. We, com- we commemorated. Uh, otherwise, we would not have drank red wine. That's a lie. We would have done it either way. <laughs> uh, I have another you, one. You Shop- got out the special red wine. <laughs> Shopping at uh, black owned businesses. Show your support yeah. financially. 
Or not I guess only you could that, also dude, say, let's be honest. I mean, not only businesses, black artists, black musicians, all I'd of say, it. I'd say they're businesses. They're, they're, that's true. I, you're right. I'd say being an artist is that's kind of a business as yeah, well. Yeah, I guess if you're, you're right. actually making it your life, your life, um, your, your profession. Uh, so yeah, but I, yes, I agree with you. I agree with you. Support black business of all kind. Any sort of anything where you can buy a product, support is what I'm saying. Whether it be art or or physical products or a service, you know, Stream, hire a listen. black lawyer. I don't know, you know, <laughs> whatever you got to do. Uh, another one is uh, museums here in Detroit. We have a great African American museum, the Charles H. Wright Museum. I've never been there. Uh, I went there in. I, I was in a uh, a business program that was sort of in 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 high school, that was sort of focused on um, on uh, minorities, and it was at Ross School of Business, and it was like a, a summer program thing for a couple weeks, and uh, we went on like some field trips, and one of them was to that museum as well as the Ford River Rouge plant, um, and various other places in Detroit. So I, I did go there once. Um, about, about, um, a long time ago. I don't even, I can't even do that math. A long time ago. I was Fair like 16, enough. uh, 15, 16. Um, and, uh, that's all I have. That's how I would celebrate personally. So one thing I did read about celebrations is that, um, uh, I guess there, there was an article about, uh, a girl who, uh, a black girl who wanted to kind of throw a Juneteenth celebration, but uh, and I think this was before the internet was really a thing, uh, so she asked her great grandmother how to do it, and her great grandmother gave her some tips, and a couple of these were some pretty good tips, Jared. Uh, one of them was you want to obviously food is a big thing for any gathering, but the yes. key is for any solid because it's in June, and as we all know, it's hot usually in most places in June in the U.S. Uh, you want to make food that that can sit outside for longer periods of time and not go bad. Right. I mean, I did say that. I did say barbecue, but all right, please. Right. Well, yeah, barbecue, but uh, but they mentioned what actually else, more what other, salads, what other, like what salads, other, pickled um, foods. Yeah, well, a barbecue is obviously not just meat. What other um, speak for yourself? Tips bro. did Grandma <laughs> steal from me? Keep going. What else did she steal from me? She said, uh, she said, like I spoke to the grandma uh, <laughs> uh, from from what I was reading about in the article. Mm-hmm. They also mentioned kind of. Why I also mentioned the the whole music thing was you know make sure to have like some solid music on deck, some good feel good. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. You're so just I guess all the I same said. stuff you're yeah. saying. Yeah, yeah. I guess nothing new to add. Um, yeah, I do have another one though. If you mm-hmm. want to hear it, yeah, for sure. Um, make it easier for black people to get a loan on that day. Be like, all right, mm-hmm. we'll go a little bit easier on June nineteenth, but then we're gonna go back to being extra strict. Let me let me give another one, Jared. Okay. Uh, how about you uh, sign a bill that uh, doesn't allow for uh, gerrymandering or uh, voter suppression? Good, that, that is a good one. I have another one. I have another one. Okay. Don't touch any black person's hair on that Ooh, day. Oh, that's a good one. That's a great celebration. That's a good one. Yeah? <laughs> that shows that you really are listening and paying attention. Also, don't tell people you don't see color. That's uh, <laughs> yes. probably that's not a great s- way. To, oh, another great way to celebrate? Don't say all lives matter. Oh, yep. 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 <laughs> <laughs> don't don't uh as much as i love leonard skinner don't uh drive down the street in your uh in your you know your diesel pickup with your confederate flags on the back and your other trump flag yes. on the back confederate flags at half mast <laughs> that's a great one let's just burn those please let's just put those in the put those on the Listen, grill Chad, i'm to trying get, to be realistic get it heated yeah. up for to cook all of our delicious i'm Juneteenth trying to be realistic food, 
the that's best fair. I could hope for is that listen, at least let let it scrape on the ground a little bit more when it's half mast hanging off the back of your F two fifty. That's the least you could do. <laughs> and, and, oh, and, and will you include? And, and can we include Kid Rock into the Leonard Skinner thing? Oh, that's a better example. How about this? <laughs> Kid Rock followed by Ted Nugent. I think that's a that's a better. Yeah. If you're going to listen to country, just choose Willie Nelson on that day, you know? Yep. Or Dolly Parton. You know, there are great no, let's, Dixie let's Chicks. Be, let's be the real. Chicks, excuse me. They don't no, call themselves the Dixie hold Chicks up. anymore. up. First of all, the, yeah, the Chicks. Well, they're Jerry. Yeah. The Chicks. Because they respect black people. That's, that's why. That's fair. Uh, the, <laughs> no, no, dude. You got to listen to Darius Rucker. If you're going to listen to country, you listen to <laughs> oh, Darius yeah, Rucker. Hootie. Or, uh, <laughs> or uh, oh, what's the dude's name? There was a really famous black country artist in the Lil 60s Nas and X. 70s. Oh. Uh, <laughs> 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 not, not, not quite. You not double quite. up Pride Month, um, too. Oh, what was his name? Oh, I forget the guy's name. But anyways, yeah, uh, there's a lot of better choices. Yeah, Willie's not a bad one. But Willie or Lil Nas X. Yeah, those are the best options. There we go. (laughs) Uh, Perfect. One last thing, though, I did want to talk about today, Jared, with Juneteenth is is the flag. Because as you know, I love flags. I think they're interesting to see what the symbols are. Now, I uh, see that flag. mm -hmm. I was familiar with Juneteenth for a couple of years now, uh, more than a couple of years, you know, four or five years or whatever. Not familiar with that flag. Okay. Um, that this this doing research was for this was the first time that uh, I I've seen that flag. So let me first of all let me describe the Juneteenth flag uh, for all our listeners out there. So it's it's got a, kind of a blue or like a that's purple. I, in, in this lighting it looks purple, but I'm pretty sure it's blue. Oh, okay. Um, blue on the top and then red on the bottom, and the red is actually curved a little bit. But okay. <laughs> um, it's not flat. It's curved a little bit, and that curve represents something, Jared. Do you know what that curve, that red curve, represents? Oh, I see it. I, okay, yeah, your color is really off on that flag. Yeah, it's because it's what I Google from what images. I see, it's like a dark navy mm-hmm. and like a like a and deep a red. red. Mm-hmm. Chad's. Oh, oh, yeah, right. No one can see that. I forgot. Yeah, we're not. That's doing why video I was anymore, describing people. it. Yeah. So I forgot we're not doing. <laughs> so so yeah, but then in the center of the flag, <sighs> yeah, it's got like a arc. star. It looks and like then a sun a... going down or something, or a moon or something. Okay, yeah, okay. and if if the sun's going down, what do we kind of call that? We say you look out into the horizon so so the so looking so into a part, brighter future there we go jared so that's what that represents the red is that part the north is star? the better horizon so the star well the star represents two things at least according to what i've been reading so okay. the star represents one it represents the lone star because there's only one star which would be the lone star state is texas, texas because they took so long where it happened yeah i guess okay. um, but also that star just represents the stars being the representative of states just saying that you know Every state now, slavery has been emancipated. And then the the little border around the star that kind of, yeah, it almost it kind of the looks burst like... burst is what they call it. Thank you. It almost kind of looks like a like um, like an old comic book, like if you like, punched yes. or something yes, like that. Yes, that's a great example. Um, yep. But anyways, but the burst, as Jared said, uh, this represents new opportunities that lie ahead for black mm. folks. Um, so yeah. And uh, then later, though, Jared, in 2004... Uh, the date was then added to the flag, June nineteenth, eighteen sixty-five. So, so older Juneteenth flags uh, before t- two thousand and four will not have the date on them. But the date I, is obviously so you don't forget. Sure, it. I kind of prefer without the date. It looks nicer without the date. It looks a lot better without. It looks like it looks like a flag. It looks like a great flag without without the date. The date r- kind of th- throws everything off a little bit. Yeah. I wish. 
I personally wish that the flag would stay as it. I understand this is to get out the flag that has the date on it is to get out the awareness. I get it, but here's it, the deal, um, Jared. So 2004 was when they put the date on. Let's hope by 2034 enough people will know, know about, about your it. teeth. Yeah, we can true. get rid of it. <laughs> that's a great idea. I like that. I like. So there that. we go. We can revisit this on episode 10,026. Uh, what do we do? Our Jude teeth, you know, uh, perfect. Looking back, so yeah, um, but yeah, it's 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 a. I'm I'm really happy. It's a holiday. I hope it does bring more awareness, Jared. Uh, you know, I, I think, think it it's will. really important that we that we have discussions like this. That that's why I, I was excited for today's episode as well. Um, you know, as I will say, as a white dude, sometimes I am uncomfortable talking about you know things about race and racism. Um, but it's as worth, it should be. Yeah, but it's worth being uncomfortable for and it's worth having those discussions yeah no i agree i agree and um if i don't get the day off here in this great state of michigan for whatever reason whether it be my company or uh my state i personally am going to uh take juneteenth off or take a day off you know if it's on a saturday take that monday or friday off that's my personal celebration as well there we go i don't blame you Happy to take that day off in solidarity with you and uh, do some grilling or something. That'd be a good time. I'm, I'm, I'm down. Yeah. That'd be a good time. Um, but yeah. So anyways, let us know your thoughts on Juneteenth at untranslatablepodcast at gmail.com. You can check us out on YouTube and Instagram, Untranslatable Podcast. You can also slide into those DMs on Twitter, Untranslatable1, the number one. And please, five-star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher. Let us know how we can make this podcast better for you. So as we say here at the Untranslatable Podcast, Dziękujemy, muchas gracias, shisha, and dosvidanya.